0: A's cast streaming on iHeartRadio and broadcasting locally on Bloomberg 960. KNEW Oakland and KOSF 103.7 FM HD2 San
1: Francisco. 0-2, curveball, swing and a miss. And the A's survive in Kansas City. A Saturday afternoon marathon of nearly four hours and the A's prevail. It's now time for the A's Clubhouse Show
2: and the number is 833-625-2278 that is 833-625-2278 a tough luck loss for cole Irvin, but boy what a year he is having you're going to look at the record say six and nine obviously on a team like this that has the second worst record in baseball you're not going to get a whole lot of help but already came into this game with the best era at home in the american league and with eight innings given up to one run the solo shot in the first inning to renifo uh six strikeouts he now has an era kind of 2.92 fantastic this season
0: yeah it's been great one of the things that's impressive to me because remember he missed a little bit of time he was on the IL for a couple of weeks earlier this year with a shoulder issue and, and he's throwing ninety three today. He's never been known as a real hard thrower, but you know, if he, he's getting up there to a point where you can tell that there's no fatigue at all. And as he made his twentieth start tonight, he's getting better and better as the season goes along, Chris. And right now he's one of the best pitchers in the American league.
2: And oh yeah, give the guy on the other side a lot of credit also.
0: Suarez was great too. Now, these two offenses are not real robust. Whoa. I guess that obviously so, (laughs) right? But yeah, Suarez pitched great too. So they both got into a rhythm, and no, they pitched, both guys pitched great for sure.
2: Are you you giving me a hot take on Monday?
0: Yeah, right. Exactly. Breaking news. (laughs) Yeah, well, I mean, no
2: Trout, no Otani, Rendon out for the year. Um, We will see Otani tomorrow, but. You know, in the end, at this time of the year, everybody's going to have guys hurt. Everybody's got to play some guys they may normally not play for the athletics. Kind of no excuse to I me, mean, because for the most part, what you see is what you get. What you get, uh, what you have uh, seen in the lineup throughout the year.
0: Yeah, you're right. And they just had a, a nice little run after the All-Star break when they were swinging the bats well. But again, Chris, only two hits today. And if they don't homer, it's hard for the A's to score because they just your team batting average around 216 so it's been really hard for these to string together hits so they need the home they need the ball to leave the ballpark you know to, to put uh, to put points on the board so to speak
2: yeah and unfortunately uh you're right i mean if you have to rely just on home runs it's going to be tough but you know i got to tell you one thing that we have seen and i like to see it get better is they are getting better defensively
0: yeah, no question. I mean, they've gone let's say, nine of the last ten games without making an error. And, well, you know, Nick Allen makes this club a whole lot better defensively. And the, the best sequence, I guess, for the club on defense was when Cole Urban it runs at a premium. And the Angels had two on and one out in the sixth. And he started that 4 six, three, double play. So that was not an easy turn at all. He had to slightly go to his left and then flip around, you know, whirl around and throw to Elvis. And, Elvis continues to play well, and he's showing no ill effects of getting on in years over at shortstop either. Chris, so uh, you're right; they've solidified things defensively.
2: And then tomorrow we have the battle again: Cap against Otani.
0: Yeah, these are rematches from last week, and the A's had lost the first game of that series on Tuesday. That was the Irvin against Suarez, and then you had Caprillion against Otani, and Otani had been on a phenomenal roll. Uh, he had struck out ten or more batters, remember, Chris, in six consecutive starts until the game against the A's on Wednesday. The A's got him out of there in the sixth inning. Sean Murphy had a long two-run homer against him, so the A's hoping to have a, a repeat of that as, once again, they've lost the first game of the series to the Halos.
2: And if he's in the lineup and he goes yard, he'll pass Ichiro. Hey, and these second hits, I got a Star Wars ah. Uh, he'll be number two all-time for home runs for Japanese players.
0: Remember that they've changed the rules, too, where he can be in the lineup as the pitcher, and if he's taken out of the game as the pitcher, he can stay in the lineup as a hitter.
2: And, I, you know, I'm so glad they did that. Come on, we're in the entertainment business. People, right. pay, people right. pay money to see this guy play.
0: As they said in the Angels game notes, in a situation like that, he becomes two different people. Two different players. That's that's what they said in the game notes.
2: I love it. All right, he's well, he's,
0: hard, he's, he's tough enough with one Otani.
2: Oh, now, now you got two Otanis. <laughs>
0: <Right>, exactly. <laughs> All right. We'll night. talk to you tomorrow. All right, buddy.
2: Yeah. It is what it is. The Athletics lose this one, one nothing. The number eight three three six two five two two seven eight. That's eight three three six two five two two seven eight. You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show.
3: Video, phone, together.
1: Hey, Ace fans.
0: Elvis on deck to para from the stretch. And now the 1-0 delivery, and that is swung on a high five-ball left field. Playable. Duggar coming toward the line. He's there. The Angels beat the A's 1-0.
1: This is A's Clubhouse.
2: You know, it's interesting how to look at this. Because you could say, uh, it's a tough one for Cole Irvin. And yeah, but... You're going up against somebody else. And he didn't match the other guy. Suarez was seven scoreless himself with eight strikeouts. He was fabulous. Tonight, bottom line, it was a pitcher's duel. And when both guys got it going, and you could say, yeah, well, look at these offenses. Well, I mean, I, I don't write the lineup cards. I don't control that. So it's not like going in, we thought this was going to be, for the most part, a a slugfest. I mean, you never know. But for the most part, you had two guys coming in, throwing the ball well. It's what you're going to get. I mean, you just got to get used to it, folks. We got, what? Eight weeks, seven and a half weeks, whatever it is, what you what you see is what you get. Now, that's not completely true down the stretch, as David Force, the general manager of the Oakland Athletics, told us earlier today on A's Cast Live, that there's gonna be some changes. You'll be able to add some players in September, but there's gonna be some changes. I don't know exactly when that's going to be, but there's not going to be a ton. And kind of, you know, what you see is what you're going to get the rest of the way. And the Angels will get the same thing. I mean, Trout at some point, hopefully soon, you don't want to see the best player in the game be out, but hopefully soon he'll be back with that back issue. And then you're going to be looking at, Rendon, I mean, he's done for the year. You got Otani, but you know, th- there's a reason these teams, and now the A's are 41 and 69 and the Angels are 47 and 63. They, they've earned these they've earned these records. It is what it is. The number 833 625-2278, Mustang Matt from Discovery Bay. Lead us off here tonight on the A's Clubhouse show.
4: What's going on, Tony? How are you, bud?
2: I'm doing well.
4: You know what? So am I. And here's why. Um, Got a great pitching performance. Got some good bullpen pieces working. And we lost by a run. It's not really... (laughs) That's not really anything that's uh, too out of the ordinary for us. Um, I don't know what the record is in one-run games, but I know it's not good. But at least it wasn't a blowout, and we get, we're seeing really good pitching still on on our side. So you know, for me, it's I know last time I called, I kind of talked a lot, so I won't I won't do that today. But I, what I wanted to ask you was, what do we do this month to kind of rewrite the ship from the previous month? Because I'm I know the bats have kind of gotten quiet and i know the giant series didn't go well and i kind of expected that because of the pitching matchups but i wanted to get your thoughts on what do you think the a's can do to make sure this isn't like a disastrous june cuz that 5 and 21 or whatever the record was was absolutely brutal to watch and uh,
2: yeah well i, I think I gave, we've gotten hey, you better. want some a- you want some answers you want answers of course I do. <laughs> All right, so the A's are 9-18 and 18 in one-run games. And okay. the A's, you know, take tonight out. Going into tonight, the last 21 games, they had scored 101 runs, 74 extra base hits, 33 home runs during that time with a two forty five batting average. So the last 21 games, offense hasn't been the problem. Now you shut out tonight which you don't love, but, you know, for the most part, the last 21, if you look at June into August, offense has not been the problem.
4: Right. So we're also dealing with bullpen, um, bullpen having to throw too many innings and starting pitchers not getting too far into the game. And then, of course, obviously the, the defense that was failing in spots in the, in, if we're going back 60, 70 days plus. So it seems like the major culprit right now is, well, at least in the past few games, seems like timely hitting and then also uh, pitching, not starting pitching, not keeping, keeping us in the ball game for those first few innings. But this game, like I said, this game felt a little bit different because you're down one nothing. Any any point in the time in the game, you have a chance to come back. So and I think this was just just kind of a rough microcosm of of the season. But you know, it's still a great game. But it's I always don't like losing. I like losing to a team that really puts it to you, but when it's one nothing, you're like, it didn't really do that much. You get pounded, it's like, okay, cool. You know, that's a, it's a clunker. But when it's so close, you're like, man, just a timely hitting here and there, and you're right back in the game. So we'll see how it goes. Hopefully tomorrow we get a, a repeat of the last game when, you know, their unicorn pitches and we beat them.
2: So, hey 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 mustang let me work. let 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 me give you the ultimate positive tonight are you ready for the ultimate glass half full stat of the night?
4: yes, give it to me
2: and it might be my favorite stat of the season. this game took two hours and fourteen minutes Woo. that's that is, what that I'm is talking about
4: wasn't that like when the Was it was it the the White Sox that had a game like that when there was no one allowed in the stands and they just had to play the game and it was during like a regular season like it wasn't I can't remember exactly what happened but it was somewhere close to the two hour mark.
2: Well, this is what baseball used. This is what standard baseball used to be like.
4: No one played three
2: hours back in the day. Back in that when I was growing up and you were going to games and yeah, I'll say '80s. When I was growing up, games weren't three hours. A three-hour was like a super long game and usually was extra innings. This is how baseball was played, 2-1, 3-1, 3-2. I mean, this is – baseball was quick. Starters worked into the seventh or eighth inning. There wasn't a whole lot of pitching changes. I mean, there wasn't a whole lot of disruption of time. And, yeah, games were two hours – I, Dave Stewart, I've talked to him about this recently, and like he's like, man, anything between two 215 to 230, that's what games were. And, you, I mean, if you go back to the A's in the 70s, they, I mean, this was standard. This is how baseball was played. It wasn't three hours and 25 minutes. That's a joke.
4: I agree. I'm going to ask you one non-A's question. All right. Can we please pump the brakes on the Mets? please national baseball media. Holy cow. I'm hearing them talk about like they're the second coming of the greatest team ever, ever to live. And I'm like, the, the, so you just knocked the Dodgers off. Like we're just the Grom comes back and throws two or three starts. And all of a sudden everyone bows to them. I don't know. Well, <laughs> well, well you know what ha- you know,
2: you, you know what happened, right? um five and
4: two thirds and 12 strikeouts and 74 pitches and something like that
2: no 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 the yankees started losing so the new york media had to flip uh-huh.
4: had this shift
2: yep thank I just, you I,
4: there's one thing well
2: thank you mustang yeah all of a sudden the yankees who were on pace for 118 wins remember the last time the a saw him? oh no one's beating these guys No one is going to beat the Yankees. They are going to steamroll everybody. I don't even know why anybody's playing. You might as well just size up the rings now. And then all of a sudden, like what happens in baseball, because it's a sport that's played every single day, things change. And all of a sudden, the Yankees are not winning every game, and their pace to win 118 Turns now into 104. Still fantastic, but we'll see. And now they are leading, but if they lost tonight, they're in a tie with the Astros, and the Astros have the tiebreaker. Like this whole crowning the Yankees was just, I mean, but obviously it's the Yankees and it's New York, and that's what you're going to get, but. I'm telling you right now, if you if, if, if they were playing right now, and we were allowed to gamble, which we're not as baseball employees, you give me a seven game series, Yankees Astros, and I gotta bet it with my own money, I'm betting Astros all day long. You can over inflate the Yankees all you want. And anytime the Yankees are sniffing it, they're gonna be overrated. It's been a long time since they won. It's been a long time since they've been in it. They've had a great run of making it to the postseason, but... Now, the fact that what we have seen the past couple years... My God, the Braves were a couple games under 500 in August. Then they won the World Series. The Nats. And now with expanding even more in the playoffs this is now a tournament a true tournament tournaments are great if you can find me a tournament that doesn't work and doesn't have popularity and doesn't make a lot of money i'll keep quiet then but last time i checked every single time college basketball expands their tournament it works expanding nfl playoffs nba playoffs nhl play it works Baseball expanding their playoffs, I guarantee you, it's gonna work. And the more and the more teams you have in it, anybody can win. It's a tournament. It's who's the hottest at that time. Who gets breaks? Because that plays into it too. Quirky, crazy stuff happens in championships and tournaments. You never know the number one seed normally does not win. That's a reality. In, in American professional sports, if you go back and check it, whatever, whenever it got truly to a tournament style, the number one seed normally does not win. But, man, a few weeks ago, Yankees were unbeatable. Are they unbeatable now? we sure about that? And that's where... The commissioner's office made it this way. Who will take advantage of it? It's just get into the postseason. Coming up next, David Forrest, the general manager of the Oakland Athletics, joined us earlier today on A's Cast Live. And I asked him a question on players that we should be looking out for that could help later in the year and guys that we can expect – guys that we can expect for spring training and to be on the big club next year, potentially. Because what we see now, we know what this group is. But the future of the A's. You know, he's traveling around right now because waiver wire, that's gone. Trading deadline's coming gone. I mean, there's kind of a downtime for front offices and a team that that is 41 and 69. David's traveling, been to Lansing, going to hook up and see the Midland team, going to see Stockton, going to go around and really evaluate his minor league system. So, when we check the box scores for the minor league system every single night, who are the names to look for? You'll find out next, right here on the A's Clubhouse Show.
7: Cole ready,
0: and the pitch around a bunt he pushes it and, and Seth Brown makes a great leaping catch. Kind of a drag bunt attempt but more of a push toward the right side it was popped up and Brown went to his right and on the infield grass he snared the ball and that's the last out of the eighth inning and we go to the bottom of the eighth and it's one nothing Angel.
1: This is A's Clubhouse.
2: And the number is 833-625-2278. And before we get to your phone calls, I wanted to play this because we will start, and we have been. I mean, it's just it is what it is. Start looking towards, okay, next year. And remember, AceCast Cast Live goes out, you know, Lat- Ace Cast Live got taken off the air this past off season, because of the lockout. At first, we were like, "Wait a minute!" But then it was the there was the right call. There was a lot on li- There was a lot on the line. We 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 bring a lot of the national columnist on, and the last thing that we needed was having somebody come on and say something. And next, thing you know, if this was on A's cast, and baseball would get angry, and it was just like, you know what? We can't get in trouble being off the air. We could still run all the podcasts and run all of our stuff and the history stuff, but going live wasn't smart. But we'll be back this offseason. Just like we were through COVID in 2020 when we didn't have games, we were on, Acecast Live, and uh, we'll be back. So there's going to be a lot of talk of who's the future, who are the guys, who's going to help the turnaround. So earlier today, I asked the general manager, give me some names of some guys that every single night you can go and you can say, hey, how did the Aviators do? What did Midland do? How about Lansing? Stockton? Who are the names? Because once you get to double A, double A and triple A, those guys are really in play. I mean, you can go from double A to the big leagues. So, David Forrest, Who are these names?
7: There's a couple guys in Vegas, I think, who are, you know, who are really close. I mean, certainly the two guys we we got in the Yankees trade, J.P. Sears, who's pitching the big leagues, and Ken Waldachuk. I think uh, both guys are are basically knocking on the door and just waiting for an open spot. Uh, Cal Stevenson, who's gone a little bit under the radar we got for Christian Bethencourt, has been on fire in Vegas, and I think we'll probably get an opportunity soon to see what he can do up here. So there's a couple guys there you know, in addition to the guys we've already seen who, who may have an impact. Um, after that, the group is in Midland that is pretty exciting. I mean, Zach Geloff, Tyler Soderstrom, and Jordan Diaz are lighting up the box score on a regular basis. And I think once you're in double A, it's really easy for us to picture you in the big leagues. It's just, it's just a step away. Um, so those guys are exciting. I'm looking forward to seeing them this week. And then there's a group of pitchers there as well um, with Hogan Harris, who's finally healthy, pitching well. Luis Medina came over in the Yankee trade. JT Ginn is back healthy and pitching. Jeff Criswell's doing a nice job, so there's a group of arms there as well that are making progress and who, you know, to your point, will probably come into spring training next year looking to show the big league staff what they can do.
2: There you go. There are some names to look at. And I thought was also, you know, after the interview, we got done. so We had a great show today. We let it off with Scott Emerson and – you know Scott is just absolutely fantastic and and going over a lot of the um a lot of the stuff that we've been dealing with spin rates and fastballs that 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 you know scott and and having David force on you know i think about lucky to have the g m who comes on and is very you know. Very candid, tells you exactly what, you know, what's going on. And we're lucky with that. We, we we really, really are. And you don't always get that, let's be honest. And a lot of these GMs don't want to talk on a regular basis. But to give you those answers... And don't forget our guy Mark Gubazaw, the Kansas City great World Series champion and all-star, was also on with us today. Now does Angels Television. Always love to have uh, have Gooby on. Told the story today. Hilarious. And we always love to talk to Gooby about his Kansas City days because those teams, and you know as an A's fan how tough those teams were, and uh, and how tough they were on their own guys. He was a young guy. And if anybody remembers the Flamingo Kid, you know he was a guy from Philly, tall, good-looking guy. And the Cabana Boy, they nicknamed him Cabana Boy. You think Mark Gubaza, You got guys. You got some. You got those veteran, hardcore Royal. They're going like you go. If you only go six, or don't even think about coming back to the dugout if you only go five. And they get on him. They get on his ass saying, hey, cabana boy.
7: <laughs> it was great.
2: Gooby's the man. And we got a great show for you tomorrow. Dave Cavill, the president at 5 o'clock. Kurt Suzuki at 430, former athletic. Did you guys hear Kent Korak say on the broadcast it was 18 years ago that Kurt Suzuki was drafted? You want to feel old? I, I got to look it up. I did an interview with Kurt Suzuki, I want to say, five years ago. Something like that. He was a Minnesota twin, I think. I got, I'm going to look it up right now. So where was he a few years ago? Yeah, he was a Minnesota twin. So this had to be like 2016, 2015. I did this interview with Kurt. And we end up talking after, and I end up being late for pregame. I had to run up like I couldn't believe like we just got into this conversation in the dugout and I was actually late starting the show. But yeah, it had to be in 16 or 15. Kurt Suzuki was talking about, yes, yeah, it's probably gonna be it for me. Yeah, it's been a great run. Yeah, I think I may want to coach. I may look how many more years he's played. Unbelievable. But lucky to have David Force on today to talk about stuff that uh, you're not going to get that often off front office people, especially in a year that that is a tough year. And he gave you some names. But you know the two names he didn't mention? Christian Pache, and I'm getting back to this, by the way, what I was thinking about after we did all this. Two names, Christian Pache and Kevin Smith. Kevin Smith, obviously, in the Matt Chapman trade. Matt and Christian Pache in the Matt Olsen trade. Christian Pache logged a lot of time. Now, he could have just forgot the names, but that wasn't, that was, like, stuck right out of the gate. Because those guys have not gone down to AAA, and they've not gone and tore it up. After they got sent down, you thought they would have tore it up but they haven't. But there's going to be a lot of battles in spring training next year. A lot of battles. Looking forward to that. And true battles, too. Not, all right, you got two guys that are not good vying for one position. That's not what I'm talking about. I think there's going to be some talent, young talent, but talent vying for spots on the roster. One more from David Forrest and that is uh, when guys are ready in Oakland, they play.
7: I can't think of an example in my time here where we've held someone back for what, whether it's service reasons or, or whatever. If you're ready, you're ready. Let's go. I mean, going all the way back to we put Trevor Cahill and Brett Anderson in the rotation out of spring training when they were 20 years old because they, they earned it, they were ready. So, yeah, any of these guys who who, who – proves it, who does it on the field, is ready to be here, I think you know, we'll, we'll get them. I've, I've talked all year about how we're sort of balancing right now the young players and the, the, the veteran guys who can contribute right now and, and help us win games on a nightly basis. Like The scales are tipping a little bit, and we're, we're ready to start seeing some of these young guys.
2: Remember that, well, that supposedly was a big deal about the CBA, which then we found out, no, it's not. In the end, the CBA was about one thing: that whole fight, making sure the big free agents continue to make the dough. Oh, it's about the young guys. Oh, oh, really? They knew. Even the owners knew going into that fight, they're going to have to increase the minimums. They're going to—I mean, that—that—that—that's—that—that's that, that's chump change. A couple hundred grand. It's, it's chump change. What Scott Boris was, run, was running those negotiations from the sidelines, he, he, he was the play caller, and his belief, keep getting that luxury tax threshold up there, and he believes the more money the big clubs spend, the more it's going to force the smaller market teams to spend more. It's that theory, the tide rises all the, the tide rises all boats. Everything goes up. So if you start getting the guys like Trout and these guys making more money, it's going to rise everybody else up. That's That's what they care about. They Everybody cares about the certain players making the big money. They really don't care about the guys that are here for two or three years. They don't care about them. But for the A's, I mean... Worried about service time and free agency and when you're going to have to pay a guy? Why would we worry? In our climate right now, why, why would we worry about that? We don't have to worry about that. We'll never see a guy to free agency. The way we are constructed, that, that doesn't happen you got to get the most out of what you got now. You can't wait six years. You can't say, ah, oh, no, no, don't bring this guy up, don't play this guy now because, you know, we're worried about when we have to pay him in free agency. Well, no, no. That guy will be traded long before free agency. You need to find guys who can help you now and hope that you can get a group of young players that are competitive. I mean, there's nothing worse than watching just flat-out night after night when it's not competitive. You're just not competitive. That's why some of June, definitely July, has been a lot better. They've competed. They've won games. Another thing that I want to play for you next, because I thought we had some fascinating audio today. It was on A's Total Access. Grady Fuson. Baseball Legend on with Vince Catronio. Something that I've been talking about. I'm talking about the tides have changed. Oh yeah, the surf has changed. The waves have the waves have gotten bigger and the riders have gotten younger. And you better be ready to go quicker than ever before. We'll hear this next right here on the Ace Clubhouse Show.
0: Who's feeling pretty good about the car they drive right now? Ask anyone who owns a
6: Honda. I love my Honda CRV.
10: I'd recommend a Honda to anybody. Pricing? I
6: mean,
1: for what you get, it's amazing.
0: According to J.D. Power, Honda is the number one brand for residual value. New Hondas are arriving daily. See your NorCal Honda dealer today.
10: Based on J.D. Power U.S. ALG 36-month residual value forecast for 2022 mainstream models. For J.D. Power 2022 award info, visit jdpower.com/awards.
0: Visit NorCalHondaDealers.com it's a deep drive to left. Ruff is going back at the track, turning around at the wall. He'll turn and watch it fly.
3: You're listening to A's Cast.
1: And it's hit high and deep to right. Back is Meadows to the track. In the shadows looks up and it is gone. A majestic drive from Seth Brown with two outs against Michael Fulmer. He scores Jed Lowry and the A's are back ahead 5-3. to This is the A's Clubhouse Show.
0: Damon played parts of two seasons for the A's in 96 and 97. Drafted by the A's out of the University of Arizona. He was a very good defender in the outfield. Swing and a miss by Gosselin. This inning is over and Cole Irvin is on a roll. And halfway through our ballgame tonight after four and a half, the Angels lead the A's
2: 1-0. And that would be your final. The A's now nine and 18 in one run games. Shut out for that 10th time this year. The A's have scored one run or less 36 times this season. Thirty-six times. So it's like when they get hot, they can score in bunches. When they don't, it's just it's not a whole lot. But hopefully, turn the page tomorrow. Back at it. Do not, do not turn this month into June. Just don't do that. One thing that we've talked about here on the Clubhouse Show. Not, not as much on A's cast live, more with callers asking about players. And I thought of, you know, listening today, and that's why you should listen to all A's programming, because you get some very interesting conversations. And Grady Fuson's in town. I think everybody knows Grady has been in this organization for many years and has left in the past and come back and now a special assistant to the front office. Uh, Pretty much a baseball legend, no question about that. He's uh, played in Moneyball, put it that way. And here is Grady and Vince and something we've talked about with, There was an old school way of how you thought a prospect should go through the process and then be ready to play. But as we have seen in all professional sports, teams need you to play now or as soon as possible. For example... Like like what minor league baseball would be to the NFL. The NFL is you'd get drafted and you just play special teams for a couple of years. Like Lawrence Taylor started on special teams. It's ridiculous to even think back that he was even put on special teams. But that's what they did because that's how we do it. He's just out of college. He's got he's, 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 he's to put him on special teams. And he was so dominant on special teams, it's like, what are we doing here? This is stupid. Why would you risk this talent, which we're starting to see could be the greatest defensive talent of all time, to play special teams? I'm not saying special teams are not important. It's a third of the game in the NFL. But it's kind of like, you know, oh, we're going to make him the sixth, seventh man off the bench in the NBA. And we're going to do it for a couple of years till he, he earns his way here. You know, in baseball, it's the minor leagues. Got to get 8,000 at-bats and 8,000 innings where a guy's ready. Well, I can look around the league and find – I can find you plenty of young guys in baseball right now doing well. But here, Vince is talking to Grady about that. Has baseball essentially changed?
1: Has the A's philosophy over the years changed at all? Where in the past, you would would automatically say – 500 pitching innings, 1,500 played appearances. And then you think about maybe how they can handle the big leagues. We see a lot of organizations rushing or pushing young players, young pitchers with much less numbers than those in the big leagues. What's your sense of maybe uh, the way things are moving in 2022?
4: Yeah, this is our second year of it, but obviously things are different with a shorter system. You know, You don't have that short season club that you can bounce players off of right after the draft. The draft has moved. All the way back, so you're not getting those players involved into your system until August, which <clears throat> we're getting ready to do in Stockton here in the next uh, couple of days. Um, so the pool of maneuvering players, whether it be promoting them because they're ready to go to the next step or getting bodies at a different level where you're short, and that's one of the things we're still trying to play with about you know the injuries that happen in your system and players losing time and. Do we really want to move this player from A ball up while he's really developing, or do we just want to move a player in to be a a backup player at the next level? So those things are really different.
2: Think about that. A, guys used to be drafted in June. They'd be playing in July, so you lose a month, but okay. I want you to think about 1,500 innings pitched. Excuse me. That would be plate appearances. I want 500 innings pitched. Just think about that for a moment. 500 innings. The way they baby arms now, the way that these guys are going out and they're getting starts where they maybe go three, four innings, do you know how long it would take a minor league pitcher to get 500 innings pitched now, the way they baby pitching? What, we're going to bring guys up at 28 now? <laughs> you think I'm crazy if you go wait till the end of this year. If guys at the big league level can't even get 200 innings. 200! We're going to be lucky. I have a bet right now with the commander that only one guy needs to get to 200 innings. He bet me saying not one pitcher will pitch 200 innings. I said I bet at least one. I may win this bet with one or two guys getting it.
8: Think about that.
2: 500 innings in Major League. I can't even get a 200-inning pitcher in a season. That's almost three seasons in Major League Baseball. That's the old school way. God, baseball, you think of how baseball is stuck in its ways. Guy's got to have 500 innings pitch. He's got to have 1,500 plate appearances. And then we'll evaluate whether he's ready because that's how we do it in our game. Oh, my, I can't imagine how, how – I mean I, – a guy'd be stuck in the minor leagues forever now if he had to get 500 innings pitched because of the pitch limits. 1,500 plate appearances? I mean, these kids now play baseball year round. It's a whole different crop. They play year round. They play travel ball. They play competitive baseball year around, And that's why you're seeing, and not in our organization. But we've seen in other organizations, kids are coming up 20, 21, 22, ready to compete, ready to go. Whether they're international players, they're American players, they're coming up ready to rock. Some teams have multiple guys. You think the Nats were going to make Juan Soto sit in the minor leagues for 1,500 plate appearances? Ronald Acuna, Jr., how about Rodriguez in Seattle? We well, can go down the line with players. Let's see. I'm just going to take a wild guess here. Mike Trout. You guys heard of him? Minor league stats. Let's see. what. Let, let's see. Oh, how long Mike Trout hung out major in major and minor league baseball? wasn't that long. God, I can't find. Where are you, Mike Trout? I'll get it for you in a second, but you know, I don't think there—I don't think there's too many guys. All right, here we go. Where are you, Mike Trout? We're going to Mike Trout's minor league. I know this is wonderful radio right here. Let's see. In the minors, yep, he fell short. Thirteen hundred and twenty-six. Don't bring him up. <laughs> don't don't bring it. Juan Soto couldn't have been there very long. I mean, really, we had this conversation with Shooty Babbitt last night, the Super Scout. When you're seeing a lot of these young guys, when they're ready to rock, let's go. Yeah. Juan Soto took 512 at-bats. He had, no, excuse me, he had had 453 at-bats in the minor leagues. His plate appearances were 512. That's it. Let's check another one. Unfortunately, this guy cannot stay healthy, but let's see. Fernando Tatis Jr. Let's see how long will Fernando Tatis hung out in minor league baseball. Fernando Tatis, minor league baseball. Yeah, he had uh, 1,069 at-bats, played appearances, 1,220, far below the 1,500. Yeah, I bet if we start going through all of these young guys that we're seeing now, 1,500. It's like, you think this guy can play? Let's go. Let's see, I'll do one more, not to bore you. Julio Rodriguez, let's see how long he stayed and see if he even sniffed that mark. Julio Rodriguez, three years in the minor leagues. He had 838 at-bats, 962 plate appearances. Not even a 1,000. So that's kind of the ideal situation now. So the old 500 innings, 1,500 plate appearances. I mean, if you're one of these guys who's young, talented, mature, ready to rock, watching the captain right now, if you watch Derek Jeter, what's fascinating about him was his size and when he signed as the top high school baseball player, but he was so skinny and not ready but he filled out, started to fill out pretty quick. And Derek Jeter, you know, before long, like a lot of people thought, oh, this guy's not going to be able to play. Derek Jeter, next thing you know, was in the big leagues. How old was he when he got to the big leagues? I got to think he was pretty young when he got to the big leagues. Derek Jeter came up at 21. 1995, and actually the captain, it's a great video, where he sat on the bench and watched in the playoffs in 95. And then by 1996 at 22, he's a full-time starter. He's rookie of the year. I mean, rookie of the year. Now, he's an all-time great. Yeah, I get it. But, I mean, that's what you – these are the guys you want to have. These are the guys you need. We'll get more into this A's Cast Live tomorrow because you can start looking around certain organizations and and look at ages and see the 500 500 innings pitched, 1,500 plate appearances, especially the high picks and the guys that are getting big money internationally and the guys who are getting big signing bonuses, especially if you're a college guy. We talked to... Talking about Susac today, who the ages drafted out of the University of Arizona. Like, you get you're a first round pick out of college. I mean, it's kind of like two years, and you know, hey, we ready to rock now. I mean, you just look across the bay. Look at Buster Posey. Look at his career. I mean, you're not gonna sit around, you're not gonna sit around for years in the minor leagues. It's just not gonna work. All right, the number 833 625 2278 You are listening to the Ace Clubhouse Show.
7: Like sports, business is about winning. Championship decisions are business decisions based on what it takes to help your company win. And that's why there's UBO Business Services, specializing in helping you win every day by streamlining workflows, managing documents, and providing the best-in-class office technology make your championship decision with ubo business services visit them at ubeo.com that's ubeo.com
9: your loan personalized whether you're planning your next vacation backyard landscaping or even consolidating debt first united credit union can help you check off your to-do list with rates as low as 5.9 percent apr Apply online or at any of their East Bay branches. Visit firstunitedcu.org forward slash athletics for details. Insured by NCUA.
6: Now batting Xfinity Internet. It's made to do anything so you can do anything. Supercharge your home with incredibly fast and powerful supersonic Wi Fi. With three times more bandwidth, it covers all the bases and then some and strike out billions of threats with advanced security that helps keep you safe at home and on the go. If you're keeping score, that's Internet that does it all. That's unbeatable Internet from Xfinity, proud partner of the Oakland Athletics. Restrictions apply. Not available in all areas.
8: DQ presents... How to experience the new DQ Reese's Take 5 Blizzard with your five senses. First, open your eyes and see it all. Reese's, peanut butter cups, caramel, peanuts, pretzels. <gasps> it's beautiful. Then, feel it. Oh, it's cold. Next, listen to it. Now, smell it with your nose. <laughs> oh, sweet top notes. And finally, taste it. Experience the new Reese's Take 5 Blizzard today. <laughs> DQ, happy tastes good. Get it delivered at DQ.com. Delivery subject to availability, additional fees, and minimum order requirements.
1: And
6: now, coming in at number one, number one. It's Kentucky Fried Chicken's $5 Mac and Cheese Bowl.
0: Mac and cheese, chicken and cheese. Mac and cheese, chicken and cheese. KFC mac and cheese, chicken and cheese. Mac and cheese, chicken and cheese. For five bucks. Oh, yeah, baby. Order
2: KFC's $5 Mac and Cheese Bowls on the app. Back for a limited time in original or spicy.
8: That finger-lickin' good. Price of participation may vary for a limited time only.
1: You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show.
2: Oh boy, we might as well get right to it. The out-of-town scoreboard brought to you by Mechanics Bank. Right now, one game going on. Yankees lead the Mariners 7-3 in the Pacific Northwest, bottom of the eighth. But, wow, you get one, Soto. You're thinking, oh, boy, the world has changed. The best hitter in baseball. And you get Bell. Padres shut out by the Giants. One zip. Goodness gracious. One zip. That's it. You get Josh Bell. You get Juan Soto. You get Hayter who pitched in this game, and you get beat one zip, and they've won one game since acquiring the Padres, since acquiring Juan Soto. Isn't that amazing? Oh, they won it They were sizing up rings. And the Giants, one game away from five they they're not dead yet. Orioles beat the Blue Jays 7 to 4. Their run continues. Good for them. 57 and 52. And it was the Mets over the Reds 5 to 1. Marte with a two-run shot in that one. Cubs 6, Nationals 3. And it was the D-backs shutting out the Pirates 3 nothing. Everybody's been waiting for that matchup, right? The Buckos and the Snakes down in the Valley of the Sun. Now it's time to see what's on deck presented by Ashby Lumber. Ashby and Lumber for all your building and remodeling needs. Learn more at ashbylumber.com. All righty. Full jam-packed day tomorrow. A's Cast Live. You can listen, athletics.com slash A's cast. You can watch it on the A's YouTube channel or on Twitter at athleticscast24. 4 o'clock it starts. Shooty Babbitt, the Super Scout, and right now doing color for NBC Sports California at 4.15. Kurt Suzuki, former A's catcher, will be with us at 4.30. Going to be great to catch up with Zook. And Dave Cavill, the president of your organization, will be here at 5 o'clock. 5.40 will be A's total access. We'll have the community spotlight. We will have Vince with Scott Emerson. Or excuse me, we'll have Ken Korak with Scott Emerson. And then first pitch at 640. Shohei Otani against James Caprillian. So 4 o'clock A's Cast Live. 540 A's Total Access. First pitch at 640. A's shut out by the Angels. One zip. We'll see everybody tomorrow right here on A's Cast.
10: Hey, A's fans, your athletics are back in town and we're kicking off the series with a boom. That's right, post-game fireworks presented by Lagunitas are back after Friday night's matchup against the Mariners. Friday, August 19th, join us at the ballpark when the A's take on the Mariners and then head down to the field to see the best fireworks display in the Bay. August 19th, fireworks presented by Lagunitas. Tickets start at just $15 and are available at athletics.com. That's athletics.com.
0: Need an appliance? Shop the new appliance truckload event at Lowe's. Going on now. From refrigerators and ranges, to dishwashers and laundry pairs, we have a large selection of appliances from the brands you trust. Plus, get store-wide savings by shopping other in-stock categories. Go to your local Lowe's store or visit lowes.com to shop the appliance truckload event and find what you need now. While supplies last, valve through 817.
3: This has been the A's clubhouse show.
0: Raleigh sets up outside. It's on the way, and it's hit the deep left, right down the line. If it's fair, it's got a chance, and it is gone.
1: Elvis has tied it up. Swung on, it belted deep left field. Solak takes a look, and out it goes for Stephen Piscotty. A bomb over the out-of-town scoreboard jumps the A's ahead 2-0.
3: Be sure to visit athletics.com slash A's cast for exclusive content, including pre- and post-game for every game.
1: 2-2 pitch. Swing and a miss. Blew it by him at 95, and Zach Jackson strikes out the side.
3: Thank you for joining this exclusive presentation of A's Baseball.